0: what's goody what's goody what's goody thank you for joining me this is old jaw gritty and i am juice wanna today wait, hold on a minute um i think i gotta change that um what is spirituality and all of that how is that even up there um, okay, well, I'll just change it later. um nonetheless, here we go, right now, as you can see under here, you know, I start off with you know um the temple of Caesar. Now, the reason why I do that is one to show you there's a great plot, right? There's a great plot, and in that plot it shows this system, right? This um, guiding the people in a direction. Because if you understand that Julius Caesar was turned into Jesus Christ, you will get to understand how they're using the people today to shift and keep a new system abroad so they attack in different areas in a different way and i'm sorry to say the black man gets the short end of the stick because we're dealing with people within our community who benefit off of The removal, meaning that if if you're removed, right, they feel like, you know, say you know the movies and you see the future and you see like them one or two black people in the future, these are the people who think that they're going to be that person because they're going to help remove you. So when we talk about the gangs, which I'm going to get into even deeper but we will be covering that in this series right here right and so as we talk it's going to reveal yes hit that like hit that subscribe and hit that notification so you can get constant updates whenever we are filming or live should i say right um well anyway We will be getting into all of this. I will be explaining, you know, um, the Moors, Prince Hall, Freemasons, the Shriners, and all of these different things, you know, gang affiliation through, especially in Chicago, right? And, you know, in another series, I will be covering um you know the Bloods and the Crips but in this we will be having a lot deeper understanding into the gangs and how they are used in this system I'm just want to see something here so I can move myself over all right um Part of me real quick all right So I can that way when I point stuff out, you know we could um, I can be able to do it correctly. So anyway, um, we will be getting into this right now. All right, so let's slide over. Let me bring this up. All right, okay. I'm going go up to the top here. All right. Now I'm, I'm hoping I can do this in an hour hour and a half i doubt it but we will be giving it a shot all right let's go let me show my desktop here well you know what oh hold on let me put this up okay so now we got uh just a screen all right okay so, first, we're going to start off with the Temple of Caesar, or Temple of Divas Lunius, also known as the Temple of the what? Deified Julius Caesar. Why is it not going up any higher? Um, the Deified Julius Caesar, right? And so. If you know what deified is, you know that means, you know, basically made into a god, right? So, you know how they use these different things, you know, the harun, which, you know, we're going to be touching on in a second, and, you know, the temple of the comet star. So, as they say, as above is below, they use those things you know to shift the people in that time as well as today right so is an ancient structure in the roman forum or rome italy located near the regia in the temple of vesta right so these are the things you should want to go and do some research on i'm just skimming through this part because i already did a show on you know make you know the vatican and turning jesus into julius caesar so if you want you know i'll pin that up um i wish i I known that i would have known a minute here let me um Nah, don't worry. But I was gonna I was actually gonna, you know, fix it so my hand and all of that can go up to the top. But nonetheless. Um Right So we got You know The comet And um, so we go Caesar's comet Julian Star Star of Caesar Comet Caesar The greatest comet Of 44 B.C. So remember Julius Caesar Died in 44 B.C. Jesus comes around Roughly 70 years later Because you, you know You had Right um Well Christianity we could say started in 2000 so let's say 44 years later you know they was able to transform a system and turn in julius caesar into god and then after that what like um i think it was 30 years or something like that right after that that um islam came about right so you see this connection right um i'll get i'll get all of that information on islam you know later okay was a seven-day commentary outburst seen on july 44 bc yes old your gritty in the building right um was it was interpreted by romans as a sign of the deification once again you see that word deification right The making of um, you know this godly figure of recent assassination, assassinated dictator Julius Caesar from 100 to 44 B.C. It was perhaps the most famous comet of the antiquity, right? So then, when we talk about a haroon, right? We think a Hiram Abyss right? A shallow grave it is a. shallow shiny dedic is a shrine pay attention to that because that's who we are going to touch the shrine is dedicated to an ancient greek or roman hero and used to commemorate or cult worship Of the hero. So when you think about Freemasonry, please always understand that this is a system of cult worshiping we have the york right right which i haven't touched on the show yet so i'll tell you now which is based on george washington then we have the scottish right which i did a whole show on and which is king james right so these are the two systems that are set up within you know the main body of freemasonry right so of the heroes they were often erected over his or her supposed tomb meaning that the body was not there but this is where the tomb would be right so then let's talk what is a shrine right Sec- scramion right Case or chest of books or papers, old French Escrian, box or case is a sacred or holy space dedicated to a specific deity, ancestor, hero, martyr, saint, daemon, demon, right, or similar figures of respect. Wherein they are. Ventured and worshipped shrines often contain idols, relics, and other such objects associated with the figure being ventured, right? Um, venerated. A shrine to which votive offerings are made is called an altar, right? Shrines are often in many of the world's religions, including, if you notice how I turned them red, because it's going to play a part, Christianity, Islam, Hinduism, Buddhism, Chinese folk religions, Shinto, indigenous Philippine folk religions, and Asatrua. As well as secular and non-religious settings such as a war memorial. Shrines can be found in various settings such as church, temples, cemeteries, museums, or in the home. However, portable shrines are also found in some cultures. right so then we go into the next section here Shriners International so we know that a shrine is dedicated to right um, the dead so who are the Shriners with and who were they working to build this system on so we are like i said we know what a shrine is so now we go into shriners international formerly known as the ancient arabic order of the nobles of the mystic shrine a a o n m s It's an american masonic Society established in 1870 and is headquartered in Tampa, Florida. Shriners, Shriners International described itself as a fraternity based on fun, fellowship, and the Masonic principles of brotherly love, relief, and truth. There are approximately 350 members of, from... 196 temples, chapters in the US, Canada, Brazil, Bolivia, Mexico, Panama, the Philippines, Europe, and Australia. The organization is best known for the Shriners Hospitals for Children, that is, administrators in a red fez. That members wear, and that its administrators in the red fezzes that members wear. I had to read that again, make sure I wasn't bugging out there. <laughs> right? The organization was previously known as Shriners North America. Right? The name was changed in 2010 across North America, Central America, South America, Europe, and Southeast Asia. In eighteen seventy, there were several thousand Freemasons in manhattan many of whom launched at the knickerbocker cottage at a special table on the second floor dear Excuse me, there the idea of a new fraternity for Mason's stretch, fun, and fellowship was discussed. Walter M. Fleming and William J. Florence established a separate fellowship to fulfill those ideals. All right, so this is, you know, um, William J. Florence. Right. Florence, an actor while on tour in Marcelli, was invited to a party given by an Arab diplomat. The entertainment was something in the nature of an elaborate stage musical comedy at its conclusion the guests became members of a secret society florence took numerous notes and drawings at the initiate um, interview viewing at at his initial viewing and on two other occasions, once in Algeria's, in the other in Cairo. When he returned to New York in 1870, he showed his material to Fleming. There go Mr. Fleming right here, right? See him over here? He got his little fez on and all of that. Got his um Masonic um, symbols. All right you can see the 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 um what is that the Knights Templars and all of that right there all right. Walter Millard Fleming Fleming created the rituals emblems and Costumes, pay attention to that, right, Florence and Fleming were initiated august thirteenth eighteen seventy and they initiated eleven of the men on june eleventh eighteen seventy one right The group adopted a middle Eastern theme, and some established temples. Though the term temples has now generally been replaced by Shriner Auditoriums or Shriner Center, the first temple established was Mecca Temple, now known as Mecca Shriners. Established where? At the New York City Masonic Hall on September 26, 1872. Flemings was the first um, Let me say something here. Um, Let me say something. When we think about, you know, like the 5% and all of them, what do they refer to Manhattan as? Mecca. Right? So we understand that this system that we thinking is ours was established by somebody else. Right, And they gave it to us. And I'm going to prove this to you. I'm just pointing this out so as it goes on, you'll be able to see, wait a minute. This is not ours. They gave this to us. In 1875, there were only 43 Shriners in the organization in an effort to encourage membership after June 6th. 1876 meeting of mecca temple the imperial grand council of the ancient order of nobles of the mystic shrine for north america was created fleming was elected the first imperial potentate (laughs) potentate right after some other reworking by 1878 There were 428 members in 13 temples in 8 states. And by 1888, there were 7,210 members in 48 temples in the United States and Canada. And by the imperial session... Held in Washington, D.C. in 1900, there were 55,000 members in 82 temples. Keep that in mind, the word temple as well. By 1980, by 1938, there were about... Three hundred and forty thousand members in the United States That year Life published um, photographers of its rights for the first time It described the Shriners as among secret lodges The number one in prestige, wealth and show And stated that in the typical city Especially in the Midwest, the Shriners will include most of the prominent citizens, right? We said, keep in mind, the Midwest, right? In 2010, Shriners removed much of the Middle Eastern themes, right? So, by 2010, they removed much of the Middle Eastern theming. Right, shriners often participated in local parades. Sometimes, as rather elaborate units, miniature vehicles and things, all sports cars, all miniature eighteen-wheeler trucks, all fire engines, and so on. And or rent um in in. Ori- Oriental band dressed in cartoonish vis- versions of Middle Eastern dresses, pipe bands, drummers, motorcycle units, drum and bugle corps, and traditional brass bands. Until 2000, before the um being eligible for membership in the shrine, a mason had to complete. Either the Scottish Rite or York Rite system So they had to make it all the way to the top Before they can actually become a Shriner But now any Master Mason can join Right They move in, they take it over <laughs> right. In the past, shriners have practiced hazing rituals as a part of initiating new members. In nineteen ninety one, a world a would be shriner sued the Oklahom Shrine Temple in Lexington, Kentucky, over injuries suffered during their hazing, which included being blindfolded and having a joked of electricity applied to his what beer buttocks the injury the jury rejected the lawsuit that's showing you the power of these people that you know like <laughs> they, they just said nah you know what I'm saying you good now let's get into this the black Shriners all right and 1893 a black carpenters um no a black counterpart of the Shriners movement was initiated by John G Jones and what other Prince Hall masons initially called ancient Egyptian ancient Egyptian Arabic order noble mystic shrines of north and south america in its jurisdictions earlier in the group's history there was legal conflicts between the white and black orders with the white order from texas (laughs) <laughs> right filing lawsuits against a local black order For infringement of white Shriners Regulia In traditions The white order was initially successful In squashing the black temple Until the ruling was overturned In appeals in 1929 Right So I'm looking for the original date here. so they don't tell you the original date, All right. um, 1929. Um, protecting the right of black Shriners to continue practicing and fundraisings nationwide. The Nationwide Fraternal Shrine Family counts three, 35,000 members and 227 shrines with its own women's auxiliary organizations. Right when um, we will be doing a whole thing on the Eastern Stars, but if you have seen my thing about spirituality, you know that you know I covered some of them inside there as well. Right, their primary recipients of charitable donations are the NAACP. Think about the names that I'm saying here. The Urban League, the UNCF, and various hospitals and universities. We know that the NAACP and these people do not do nothing for us. They just hustlers, right? So now let's take a look at Occupy. Right, Some of the earliest shrine centers often chose a what? Moorish revival style of their temples. Uh, um, architecturally noble shrine temples include the shrine auditorium in Los Angeles. Angeles. I need you to pay attention to these places because when I go into the gangs and the destruction of the black man i want you to pay attention to these locations keep that in mind the whole time think about gangs think about you know um these these cities where black people and our destruction and you will begin to see disassociation right let's see here the former mecca temple now called new york city's um center is used primarily um as a concert hall but you know this right here was down with them what um newark symphony hall pay attention again newark symphony hall right the landmark there, formerly known the marquee in where richmond virginia right i know I, I told you about granddaddy shabazz and all of them out in richmond virginia right the tripoli Shine, shrine temple in where milwaukee Wisconsin. let's bring you up there for the people to see I want you to pay attention to everything. The Polly Rosenbaum Building, formerly El Zabash Shrine Auditorium in Phoenix, Arizona. All right. The Helena Civic Center, Mont- um, Montana, formerly the Alger- uh, Algeria Shrine Temple. All right, Abu Ben Adhim Shrine Mosque in Springfield, Missouri. Now, we don't know where, where the Simpsons is located, <laughs> so just right. I'm all, I always thought it was in Missouri. Right, that's what I'm gonna say. Murad Shrine Temple, now old National Center in Indianapolis. All right, the Fox Theater in Atlanta, Georgia, which was jointly built between the Atlanta Shriners and movie mogul William Fox. Right, and that's this right here. All right, so you see the Fox. You, know, you see Fox Theater. You see the this is the shrine, you know, this is like if you was looking at it from like the certain streets but you know, like from another distance, this is what you would see as well as what? The Egyptian ball. So when you see this, this I wanna point out, you know, when we start seeing this um Egyptology and all of that type of things, understand that this was set up pre you know any of this so this was the design right in the syria mosque pittsburgh pennsylvania right the, the shrine is controlled an 8 billion endowment as of 2008 a 2008 report included accusations of various financial inappropriate <laughs> Improperities, right? Um, in, organi- um, in the organization, including not reporting certain benefits they received as income, and knowingly filing incorrect taxes forms, tax forms for the hospitals. Other Shriners came forward with other complaints, including the mixing of charitable and non-charitable assets and the disappearing of money raised for the hospitals. So, if you know, if you've been following as I did, um, I'm still doing my series, um, on the masters carpet and in there he's telling you about chicago with the fire and you know the robbery of the people and so i want you to pay attention to chicago when we talk about freemasonry Now, anybody who knows you know i told you when i was running across you know freemason books and all of that it was you know, always had them stamps. But one, it would tell you where to go get it in New York, oddly. You know, I think that it was for those who was peeped the Game and go to that location and be able to get the books. That's how I always saw it. So I never had a problem walking in there. It was in, um, was it like 24th, 25th? You know, the wedge, like in Manhattan, it's like a wedge building, right? And these, just like when I showed you with the, um, the um the spiritual movement and all of that. You look for these wedge buildings, and you most likely will come across this system. Right? So um in there you go up to like it was like the eighth floor, and you know, you there was like a giant room with all of these different books, and you can go in there and just you know purchase the books. Right. That's what I would do. Right? So now let's go over to the Druze, because as we going on, these are the things that you will be seeing the connection. As an Arabic-speaking, esoteric, ethno-religious group from Western Asia, all right? Probably should have put this up there, all right? bold you up to western asia who adheres to a religious faith that originally developed up out of islam a branch of shia islam although they do not identify as muslims they practice Druism and abrahamic monolithic syncretistic and ethnic religions based on the teaching of hamza ibn ali ib ahmed and ancient greek philosophers like plato and aristotle um and Zeno, right, of Satrium, And inherent of the Druze religion are called the people of monotheism, right? The Epistle of wisdom is the fundamental and central text of the Druze faith. The Druze faith incorporate elements of what? Islam, Christianity, Geo's own. Um, um Gnosticism i said geo um Gnosticism neopolitanism zosustatiism like Buddhism, Hinduism, um, whatever that is, and other philosophies and beliefs, creating a distinct and secretive theology based on an esoteric interpretation of scripture, which emphasizes the role of the mind in truthfulness. Druze believe in theophony in reincarnation pay attention to that as well Druze believe that at the end of the cycle of birth which is achieved through successive reincarnations let me highlight that Oh no nah, you already got it. i already said reincarnation right the soul is united with the cosmic mind All right, so then we go on to the next section. Let's see the Drews. Look, they right on time. See right here at the bottom. <laughs> right, look right there, right on time. The Science, um, the um, Morris Science Temple of America is an American national and religious organization founded by Noble Drew Ali, born as Timothy Drew, in an early in the early twentieth century. Right. Based on the premise that African-American are descendants of Moabites. Right. And Granddaddy used to say all of that. I, matter of fact, I'm one day I'm going to pull up his, um well, a, a page. Right. And it comes out of that system. Moabites and dust are Moorish by nationality. Right. And Islamic by faith our primary tenet of the morris Science temple is the belief that african americans are the morris descendant specifically from the morocco empire now let me give you a brief history right i tell people all the time you know um i'm gonna do a whole thing on the history of slavery i've been doing history on slavery but i'm gonna just do one breaking down islam christianity right and you know the trading of slaves and those type of things you know like i told you the clean africa of islam so when they make this claim it's not far off to a large degree meaning that you know yes originally there were many blacks who were you know captured but that was to eradicate islam out of um africa which you see did not work right that's not to say that everybody who came to america were of this descent i'm just saying and this is why you know they had you know them um them boats named after these type of things because they this was a religious war right, right. so more descent specifically from moroc from the moroccan empire from that time that the you know they tell you about spain the reason why they tell you about the spain thing is because once spain broke from you know got their freedom from you know the moors should i say, you know islam right they um about 100 years later you know with the christians they basically started this system right so just to give you that brief history this area included other countries that today surround morocco to join the movement, individuals had to proclaim their Moorish nationality, right? They are given nationality cards. In religious texts, adherent refers to themselves racially as Asiatics, right? In the Middle East, as, it, um, as the Middle East is also what? western asia right we just said that when we when we was up on top there, right? hand adherents of the movement are known as Moorish American Muslims, and they are called Moorish scientists in some circles. That's what I was saying about you know, if we if we real scientists, we would have to do our research, you know, make sure things add up. So me, you know, with this understanding, is why I'm able to say what I. Say about this system Because it all pans out Right Timothy Drew was believed To have been born On January 8th 1886 In North Carolina Right Sources differ as To his background and upbringing One reported One reports he was The son of Two former slaves who were adopted by a tribe of Cherokee, right, um By tribe of Cherokee Another described Drew as the son of a Moroccan Muslim Father and a Cherokee mother In 2014 an article in the online journal of race Race, ethnicity and religion Attempted to link Timothy Drew to one Thomas Drew Born January 8th, 1888 Six, using census records, a World War I draft card, and street directory records, All right? By the way, this is, right, Nobu Juali, but I want to point out Defeat. right pay attention to that right matter of fact i should have did one for the other person i'm gonna have to bring up too i should i didn't think about that um h um north um north carolina background cherokee mother uh oh oh, i already read all this okay drew Wiley reported that during his travels he met a high priest of each of egyptian Right? Egyptian magic. So when we hear, you know, this spirituality and this Egyptian and all of that, understand where all of this stuff is deriving from. When we hear, you know, we're not African, all of this system of confusion has a root right and one version of drew ali's biography the leader saw him as a as a reincarnation of the founder in others and others he says that the priest considered him Reincarnation of Jesus We already said the Druze Believe in this reincarnation Right And we know Jesus You know is Julius Caesar In this system that was set up The Buddha, Muhammad And other religious philosophers No prophets Right According to the biography how the high priest Trained Ali in mysticism right pay attention to this and gave him a lost section of the quran the text came to be known as the holy quran number seven right so we see that right there the holy quran number seven right um pardon me here law section um holy quran law section the text came to be known as the holy quran of the morris Science temple of america it is also known as the circle seven quran because of the cover which Features a red seven and surrounded by a blue circle. This one has a red circle on it, right? Um, The first 19 chapters are from the Aquarian Gospel of Jesus the Christ, published in 1808. So he's taken stuff from this system by what? Esoteric ohio preacher levi dowling in the aquarian gospel dowling described jesus supposed travels to india egypt and palestine during the years of his life which are not accounted for by the new testament right Chapters 20 through 45 are borrowed from the Rasekinian, I'm sorry if I'm not getting that right, works. Unto thee, I grant with minor changes in style and wording. They are instructions on how to live and the education and duties of adherents. So, this system of Freemasonry and adopting these cults, this is how you do it. These are just nothing but cults. They're everywhere, so it's really hard to, I guess, to avoid it. I've, you know, known these people all my life. Just never, you know, was interested in any of it, right? Um, Rossi Circulism, right? It's a spiritual and cultural movement that arose in Europe, in the early 17th century after the publication of several texts purported to announce the existence of hetero unknown esoteric order of the world and made seeking its knowledge activity too attractive to many so you have this secret knowledge and that's what's attracting the people like i said i've never been that type of person i've I've, can observe from a distance and see what is going on that's why i've never had to job i've known these people you know what i mean in close and very close contact with them but i've never once you know became any of people assume that you know because of my association with people but i've never been a part of that that system any of this right um europe in the 17th century after the public um where we at here seeking its knowledge attractive to many the mysterious doctrine of the order is see the mysterious built on esoteric truths of the ancient past Which concealed from the average man Provided insight into nature The physical universe And the Spiritual realm Right? We know spirituality and this that So we gotta understand that this system That's in front of us Which you see today Is a system that was placed Already, so everything that you think and you understand is a part of this hustle, this scheme. Right? The manifestos do not elaborate extensively on the matter, but clearly combine references to Kabbalah, Hermeticism, alchemy, and Christian mysticism. Drew wrote the last four chapters of the circle seven Quran himself and these he wrote the fallen sons and daughter of the Asiatic nation of North America needs to learn to love instead of hate to and to know of their higher self and lower self so when you hear these these terminologies understand that you are really hearing right this this system the Druze, you know the um the moors and all of that so don't think that you coming across something new this system is just wording and people are being engulfed in it this is the uniting of the holy quran of mecca for teaching Uniting of the okay, Mecca and instructions, instructing all Moorish Americans, etc., in the key of civilization was and is in the hands of the Asiatic nation. The Moorish, who were the ancient Moabites and the founders of the holy city of mecca drew ali and his followers used this material to claim jesus and his followers were asiatic now i told you there's a um there's a book right called you know um solomon and his followers so you might want to look into that right asiatic was the term drew used for all dark and olive colored people he labeled all white people as europeans well got that right he suggested that all asiatics should be allied i agree with that drew crafted morris signs from a variety of sources a network of alternative spiritualities that focused on the power of the individual to bring about personal transformation through mystical knowledge of the divine within sounds like the spirituality group right and the interwar years in chicago in right and in Chicago and other major cities he used these concepts to preach racial pride and uplift he approached appealed To thousands of his approach appealed to thousands of African Americans who had left severely oppressive conditions in the South through the Great Migration and faced struggles in the new urban environments. right, so while they was moving up there, this system was already being put in place, all of these places. So if you don't understand what Freemasonry is, you should take the time to really look into understanding how you put something in place and even though it might take it's not going to be an old you know tv and radio you get immediate reactions to bombardment but like the spirituality the woke movement and all of that that part takes time because it's inside of these other groups so the messages are within them so you become accustomed to them, to where you hear it so then when somebody introduces the next phase you 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 um associate with it the mind and association is the key right timothy drew known known to its members as prophet noble drew ali founded the morris Science temple of america in 1913 in newark new jersey now remember we was um talking about the shrines and all of these you know places that they were set up the bombing the booming industrial city after some difficulties (laughs) right ali moved to chicago establishing a center there i need you to really pay attention to how i'm gonna show you all of these groups and even the mafia and all of these things in chicago being this This meeting place, right? We got the spiritualities, she moved, you know, they was up in there. All of these different groups, ironically, around the same time was in Chicago, right? Competing factions developed among the congregation and leaders, specifically after the death of the charismatic Ali, Three independent organizations developed from this ferment. The founding of the Nation of Islam by Wallace Farad Muhammad Fard, um, Wallace Fard Muhammad in 1930 also created competition for members see that's the number one thing the competition for members right because remember it's all about it's a new hustle it's taking you from one thing these are the new pastors and all of that that's why when we think about malcolm x we we think about um get your hand out my pocket why would they be yelling that if we understood that when Mike, um, I said Mike, um, when Malcolm was leaving, right, the Nation of Islam, he was starting up his own faction of Islam himself. So please understand that when they when you when you were watching things understand what is really being implied, right? Because this the, the movie doesn't tell you that. History tells you that. Look into um, Malcolm X and you will see that, right? Um, and I'll be doing something on that. But like I said, I don't really try to focus on just, you know, because everything you don't want to make it seem like this, you attacking black people. I'm just saying that this system is not for us freemasonry has done nothing for black people but destroy us so when we see the black freemason we must run him out we must run him or her out we must expel them from this community because they are really working for our oppressors. not in the physical well they do it in the physical but in the mental of shaping you to help them Right, um the founding of the nation of Islam by Wallace fraud Muhammad in 1930 also created competition for members. In the 1930s, membership was estimated at 30,000, with one third at 30,000 with one third in Chicago. Right. Ali believed that African Americans are all Moors, who he claimed were descendants from the ancient Moabites the kingdom in which he says is now known as Morocco as opposed to the ancient Canaanite kingdom of Moab so we know that the Canaanites we know who they were right we know the Jews we know this whole system so please do your research look up moabs right look up Canaanites we know that Cain in the Bible left right in a state This city You know Canaan So and those are the Canaanites Right so it's not me You know making this claim This is what really is As the name suggests This claim does not Align with scientific Studies of human History such as The genetics of African American or genetic History of sub Saharan Africa he claimed that Islam and its teachings are more beneficial to the earthly salvation and that their true nature had been withheld from them these are the things that you hear even to the this day that comes out of that system but understand this system it is the Shriners which would be Prince Hall Freemasons Right, so we understand that you can change the name, but there's a system where, though, say you are Prince Hall Freemason, you can go into these other organizations and shift and move things. Right, the teachings are more beneficial to the um, um, way, um salvation true nature habit would held from them in the tradition he founded male members of the temple wear feathers and turbans as head covering women wear turbans right they added a suffix bay or l there's two or l to their surname to signify Moorish heritage as well as their taking on a new life as Moorish Americans. Now, when we think about the nation of Islam and the X and all of that, we see the same system being worked out. Like I said, some things I don't have an argument with, but training the people to still go from one slave master to the other slave master, ain't doing us no good right this is why i do this because i'm not with keep jumping around from slave master to slave master right and they're taking on a new life as Moorish americans it was also a way to claim and proclaim a new identity over that lost um, that loss to the enslavement of their ancestors these suffixes were a sign to others that while one's african tribal name may never be known to them european names given by their enslavers were not theirs either sounds like nation of islam right if you know nation of islam you might not know as drew ali began his version of teaching the moorish Amer- um the moorish americans to become better citizens right? <laughs> okay, he made speeches like the divine warning by the prophet for the nations in which he urged them to reject derogatory labels such as black which is strange because more means black <laughs> colored and negro like i said you live you know um we do the nation of islam in the 120s we'll be doing a breakdown and so you know when i stop and i'm saying this is because i'm going to Make reference to these things as well, right? So, when I will not do that, this will be also brought up, right? He urges Americans of all races to reject hate and embrace love. We went through the spirituality and all of that. He believed that Chicago would become a second Mecca, right? the ushers of the temple wore black feathers the leaders of the of a particular temple was known as a grand sheik think about that because when you think about the gangs and all of that you'll see the same titles and all of that being mentioned right your governor, Noble Drew Ali, had several wives. According to the Chicago Defender, he claimed the power to marry and divorce as well, right, at will. Think about Dr. York and the Nuwabians and all of that. And when you think about when, when I'm gonna do a comparison to Dr. York and Noble Drew Ali. You know, when we sit down and put the similarities together outside of the pedophilia, right, we will see. I don't know about, I don't know Noble Drew Ali to be into pedophilia, so I can't put that on him, right? There, there's no record, as far as I know, right? He claimed the power to, ba- Um, in 1931, Drew formed the Canaanite Temple, <laughs> In Newark, New Jersey, he left the city after agitating people with his views on race. Drew Ali and his followers migrated while planting congregations in Philadelphia, Washington, D.C., and Detroit. Right. Finally, Drew Ali settled in Chicago in 1925, saying the Midwest was closest, closer to Islam. The following year, he officially registered Temple Number Nine in early 20 in early 1929 following a conflict over funds claude green <coughs> claude G- green bay the business manager of chicago temple number one split from the morris science temple of america pay attention to this because this is what you see within the gang community this is what we saw within um the spirituality we see this splits right so understand what's going on here right 'Cause once somebody knows the hustle or whatever, they ready to go get their own. Why be under you when I you know, you can't reach everybody? Hey, I can get some of that. Right? And then it keeps breaking and breaking. It's like being a giant drug lord, right? Take you know, you know, the Nicky Bonds and all of them people of the seventies, right? And then, right, um, what's his name? Frank Lucas or whatever. So you take these people, right? And then when we see the the eighties kick in, we see, you know, the the drugs um, distributors needing to get it in everybody's hands. So it didn't matter if you was a big-time drug dealer or not. All you had to do was walk up Washington Heights and you can get some. You know, you can just walk there. I mean, because I, you know, I, I grew up around there, so I would be up there all the time. And I, sometimes I would get mad, like, yo, my man. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, man. You know what I mean? But, you know, as I got older, I understood that. You got to get your money. You just advertise it to whoever. But the point is, once they did that, what happened was a... Destruction of control, because now if somebody owned a borough, then it turned into neighborhoods, then it turned to blocks, then it turned to corners, then it came to individual buildings, then it came to you could be on certain floors, just don't sell. You see, so then it put this power in everybody's hands, but that power also led to mass construction. And we see that with the gang formations as well, whether it be Chicago, whether it be, um, you know, L.A., because we can use, I'm going to use those two as references, and you can see the destruction, right, based on that same breakdown and system. Drew Ali was out of town. And he was dealing with former Supreme Grand Governor Lomax Bay, Professor Ezzendine Mohammed, who had supported Greens Bay's attempted coup. Right? So they saying like yeah, he was trying to break off. Right. When Drew Ali returned to Chicago, police arrested him and other members in the community on suspicion of having instigated the killing no indictment was sworn for drew ali at that time and i say that to say the same thing about you know the malcolm x and you know this word play and all of that but knowing damn well you know they killed that brother right um even though he was breaking off from there and trying to do his own thing. But I guess that's the reward, that's the system. When you when you win that, you break off, you catch the bad one. No indictment was sworn for Drew Ali at that time. Shortly after his release by police, Drew Ali died at age 43, at his home in Chicago on July 20th, 1929. Although the exact circumstances of his death is unknown, the certificate of death stated that Noble Ali died from tuberculosis, bronch um broncho pneumonia despite the officials report many of his followers speculated that the death was caused by injury from the police or from other members of the faith you know their system you know it it can backfire on you others thought it was due to pneumonia one more told the Chicago defender the Prophet was not ill his work was done and he laid his head upon the lap of one of his followers and passed out take that in mind right the death of drew ali brought out number of candidates of succeed to succeed him brother edward mealy l stated that he had been declared drew ali's successor by drew ali himself in august within a month of drew ali's death john givens l drew ali's chauffeur declared that he was was Drew Ali reincarnated. Keep that in mind, right? We told you, keep you know, that reincarnated thing. He is said to have fainted while working on Drew Ali's automobile and the sign of the starving Crescent appeared in his eyes. At the September Unity Conference, Givens, Again made his claim of reincarnation. However, the governors of the Morris Science Temple of America declared Charles Kirkman Bay to be the successor of Drew Ali and named him Grand Advisor. With the support of several temples, each Mealy L and Givens L both went to lead separate factions of the Morris Science Temple. All three factions, Kirkman Bay, Mealy Mealy L and Givens L are active today. On September 25th, 1929, Kirkman Bay's wife reported to Chicago police his apparent kidnapping by one Irie Johnson. Accompanied by two Morris Science members, the police visited the home of Johnson when they were met by when they were met by gunfire the attack escalated into a shootout that spilled into the surrounding neighborhoods in the end the police as well as a member uh, as well as a member were killed in the gun battle and the second police in a second police later died of his wounds the police took in 60 people into police custody and a reported 1000 police officers patrolled chicago's south side that evening johnson and two others were later convicted of murder Kirkman Bay went on to serve as grand advisor for one of the most important factions until 1959, when the reign was given to F. Nelson Bay. Now we talk about the nation of Islam. The community was further split when Wallace Farad Muhammad, known within the temple as David Ford L, also claimed he was taken by some to be the reincarnation again of drew ali when his leadership was rejected ford l broke away from the morris signs temple he moved to detroit where he formed his own group an organization that would become the nation of islam the nation of Islam denied any historical connection with the Morris Science Temple until February 26, 2014 when lewis farrakhan acknowledged the contributions of noble drew ali to the nation of islam and their founding principles but people already knew this like i know this way before you know um 2014 <laughs> right right el Rukin connection and this is I wanted to put a picture of Jeff Ford up. In 1976, Jeff Ford, leader of Chicago's Black Peace stone Nation, announced at his parole from prison in 1976 that he had converted to Islam, moving to where? Milwaukee. Now, remember when we were showing all of these different temples and all of that being, you know, erected. So, you know, even though this is way after, but you understand that this system set up beforehand ford associated himself with the morris Science temple of america it is unclear whether he officially joined or was instead rejected by its members no he was a member right and this is proven if you know anything about the gangs and we talked about the grand sheets and all of that Learn this lingo and you would know that they're all a part of this system in 1978, Ford returned to Chicago and changed his name in his gang to L. Rukens. The foundation in Arabic also known as what? Circle 7 El Rukin Morris Science Temple of America in the Morris Science Temple El Rukin tribe. Now they always use that, you know, um don't know listen everything tells you you i wish i had a picture up and i'll do it next time scholars are divided over the nature of the relationship as any oh, listen i ain't divided between al rukin and the morris Science temple of america fort reportedly hoped that an apparent affiliation with a religious organization would discourage law enforcement but you gotta understand 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 that the you know, people nation and folk nation were bound were already built on a system of this already this is not something that came later they i'm gonna do a whole thing on jeff ford and you know people and folk nation so y'all can have a full understanding and understanding you know drill music and you know well not drill music itself but where that system is coming from the unification of you know the cribs and gangsta disciples the you know the blood and you know all of this stuff to understand that there is a system developing enough the adults don't know they will be lost on you know when just sounding crazy and the children telling them oh you just don't understand it's right because you don't understand so i'm trying to give you some understanding so that way you can know, and you can also inform the youth of the system that they are being pulled into, even though it comes with this great black, right? Um, undertone, but it's all a setup, right? We got the, um, I'll be getting into that, right? So, anyway. Um, Morris Science. Scholars are divided over um, where we at. With religious organizations with discouraged law enforcement. Morris Sovereign Citizens. During... 19 during the 1990s some former followers of the morris science temple of america and the wichita nation formed an offshoot of the sovereign citizen movement which came to be known as morris sovereign citizens so as we see this development pay attention like, it actually did a show on, you know, the coats leading, you know, people in in the, in, a, in a strange direction, right? And this is all based on this Freemasonry, and like I said, within these groups, there are the Masons, right? I mean, like, these are the fronts, so there could be a Mason in there, right? And then they can always keep updating the information on a scale but that scale is only to cause destruction and misguide our people we are being used in this as pawns former formed in um, um sovereign america members believe the united states federal government To be illegitimate, which it is, right, to some degree, which they attribute to a variety of factors, including reconstruction following the Civil War and the um, abandonment of gold standard in the 1930s. I have some other things that I'm going to add to that, but I hate to, you know, make it seem like I'm (laughs) co signing this. I I don't have, let me say this there are things within you know the nation of islam the morris science temple um you know that i don't disagree with the problem is is they are being used so you can have some good information but they're still being used by the white man That's the point, that's the problem I have with it. The number of Morris sovereign citizens is unclear, but possibly ranging between 3,000 to 6,000 organized mostly in small groups of several dozen. Uh, um, which, Which is not a lie, you know, to some degree. In addition, the Morris Science Temple Doctrine that black americans all the morris descendants morris sovereign citizens claim immunity from u.s federal states and local laws because of a mistaken belief that moroccan american treaty of friendship in 1786 grant them sovereignty which it doesn't a lot of people don't even understand that um America used, right, the, um, the Moroccans who was really under European control, so it was, it was, it was you know, not really what you think. And at that time, it was Europeans who were in control of Morocco. So they have a large misunderstanding. I I, I remember dropping mad jewels about this, right? The reality of 1786 treaty was a prime, um primarily a trade agreement, right? That's all it was, right? some people believe that black americans are what indigenous hold on indigenous to the united states do we hear this not throughout the woke community and all of that so once again we see this system being played upon us the morris sovereign citizen movement has also expanded to include what a few whites all right so you know that this is all you know a sham the southern poverty law center classifies morris um sovereign citizens as an extremist anti-government group and it is part of the morris sovereign citizen movement according to the washington post all right um Tactics used by the group include filing false deeds and property claims, false liens against government officials, frivolous frivolous legal motions to overturn court and invent invented legal laws. Legalese, right, used in court appearances and phalanx. Various groups and individuals identifying as Morris Sava citizens have used the unorthodox quantum grammar Created by who? David Wayne Miller This is a white guy, right? An article article syndicated by the Associated Press States that the Temple has disavowed Any affiliation with those responsible Calling them radical and subversive fringe groups and also stated that the moorish leaders are looking into legal remedies the article also quotes and the academics who has been advising authorities on how to distinguish registered tempe members from imposters in the sovereign citizen movement Let's talk about David Wayne Miller real quick. Or oh, David Wayne Miller, also an American true and die welder. Pseudo legal. <laughs> right? You always hear them talking this pseudo, but they don't tell you everything that they pumping out as pseudo, right? Theorist and leader of the tax protester group, which I don't have a problem with. Like I said, listen, man. There are things that, you know, um, I can't have a problem with, right? Just anybody should know that there are things that, you know, you could agree with. The problem is if you're making this up to convince the people to do it, it's totally different from letting them know, like, hey, this is just what we're doing, Well, we just not paying taxes. We just not doing this because you put people like Lauren Hill, Wesley Snipes and all of these people, you know, into these situations because of this movement. All right. Tax protesters groups within the sovereign citizen movement self proclaimed judge miller is best known for his created um uh, for having created a version of the english language to be used by people involved in judicial proceedings. He asserted that this constructed language which is um Purportedly based on mathematicians and includes unorthodox grammar, spelling, punctuations, and syntax. Constitutes the only correct form of communication in legal <laughs> processes. His views as his views also include a variation of destroy the man theory people seeking remedy with miller's syntax in court have not met <laughs> with success his language is incomprehensible incomprehens- um, to most people in the pleading that uses it are routinely rejected by court as gibberish these people who have set the black people up in so many ways for destruction it's amazing since miller's death his language has seen continued usage by other people within the sovereign citizen movement all right so then let's go into the wichita I don't wish it shit tar nation, right? this is a made up. This is all made up. <laughs> right? This is the Wichita Nation is a African-American group associated with the Morris Science Temple of America, who claims to be sovereign states of Native Americans within the boundaries of the United States of America. Their name is appropriated from that of the Ochita tribe, right? who are also infamous of the wichita river i'm I'm not um esponius right Mm -hmm. um of the wichita river and of wichita oklahoma so you know they associating themselves and making this up Mm -hmm. right You know, and they just and this is how they get caught out there. The group is part of the sovereign citizen movement, whose members generally believe that they are not subject to any statutes or proceedings at a federal, state or municipal level. The Wichita Nation was headed by Verdenice Hampton Goston, also known as Verdenice Turner, and as Empress Verdenice Thierry Wichita Turner Gasto L Bay. So we think about um again you know your boy dr york in this same system they all come from this same system right and 20 in 1927 to 2014 she was mayor of richwood louisiana in 1957 and in 19, no, not the 1950, is 1975 and 1976. And again, from eight, from 1980 to 1984, and is the author of the self-published book, Return of the Ancient One. They pass this book around a lot, right, um, 1993. Gustin asserted that the United Nations Register the Wichita as an indigenous people number 27215 classification now this is I wanted to point out you know right here that you know this is her right here and if you pay attention what does she have on right the Freemasonic fez, and you, and if you look at any Freemasonic feds you will see the same styling, the same exact styling. Okay. In 1999, the Southern Poverty Law Center estimated that the group had about 200 hardcore members, way more than that. Nothing is. On noting its popularity among followers of Morris Science, they the same, a nationalist movement, an asserted legal basis for the establishment of the Wichita Nation is a theory that individuals and groups may declare sovereignty and may separate themselves from the states and federal governments a concept easily used by posse Kamuti forgive me there um the agreement the argument is also made that napoleon only sold the streets of New Orleans, and a military barracks, and that the rest of Louisiana was stolen from the Wichita. First of all, whoever was there, they was always they were stealing it anyway, like many other places. But the problem is, you're making up this tribe, right? I'm not gonna argue with. If you can get yours off. Uh, I'm not going to argue it. I'm just saying, this is why you're running across this problem. Various United Nations courts have held that the Wichita Nation is a fictional, is fictional, and that it is not recognized as a sovereign nation. Some Moorish activities um, activists have practiced hostile possession of property, citing reparations as a justification for their actions. This is where I have a problem, even though their victims include other black people right like i said i I mean Like I said, I'm not above saying that I've never committed crimes against black people. You know what I'm saying? I was young, you know. um, I'm not even going to use young. I'm going to say I was most of the time upset with certain people within my people. And so, you know, the act of crime... Right, is not above what I was saying. I was never swindling people and stuff like that though. Right? But still just nonetheless I'm not gonna um act like you know, any you know, everybody is above this because I did just say I don't approve of this. So anybody could come up and say, Yeah, but yada yada So I'm just clarifying yes and so if anybody chooses to put my words on trial, right, I can Also, I got my rap sheet and all of that, and I can get into all of that if they choose to, you know, um, come at me and question me on my stance and why I do not support these lies that are given to our people. My thing is, we understand that the European does not play fair. There's no reason to use the European system of lying to our people and think that that's gonna make us play fair. No, we need to establish our own based on what we know as facts and stop lying to each other. If you want to lie to somebody else, that's your business. My beef is why are you lying to our people and getting them caught up and mainly dying, right? When we think about the gangs and all of that, these gangs are not doing anything but harming each other based on this mental land grab like these groups want to have dominance over the people and so they must cause these neighborhood conflicts within the people so that's my beef my beef is that my beef is the utilization of us for them and they're utilizing you to cause this beef so me i have a problem with all masons all eastern stars especially within the black community i have a problem with the greeks because they're all a part of that system as well right you got once we get to all of this there's going to be somebody that's going to say wow even by now i'm hoping you know somebody watches this and says wow nonetheless i'm out of here we're gonna end this right here until next time i'm juice wanna this is old your gritty and we are up out of here